This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. It's a huge debate in the healthcare community. E-cigarettes, are they any safer than tobacco cigarettes? One scientist at CAMH claims e-cigarettes are better than smoking, but not by much. Dr. Robert Schwartz is a tobacco control scientist and joins us now to discuss his research and his views on the vaping versus cigarette debate. Dr. Schwartz, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. It's a good time of year to discuss e-cigarettes since some smokers have made a resolution at this time of year to quit smoking cigarettes and maybe are trying out the e-cigarettes. Um, yes, indeed. And uh, any smoker who wants to quit should first try things that are more proven and known to be effective before they even try e-cigarettes. Uh, so you're saying that e-cigarettes would not be number one on the list of remedies to get you to stop smoking cigarettes? Absolutely not. Uh, e-cigarettes are new in the field uh, still. We don't know very much about how well they work for which smokers under which conditions. So if you're a smoker and you want to stop smoking, then you're much better off going to a healthcare provider, uh, consulting with a pharmacist who can actually prescribe uh, uh, medications for you, trying uh, nicotine replacement therapies, the gum or the patch, um, and uh, getting some psychosocial counseling uh, that will help you to to quit. But don't e-cigarettes provide that nicotine hit that new, uh, new quitters are looking for? Well, that's uh, not a simple answer. Um, Some e-cigarettes provide more nicotine than others. Um, Some provide it more effectively than others. It depends on how much nicotine concentration you're using. It depends on how you're using the device. It depends on which device you're using. And uh, the truth be told is that uh, we don't know yet enough about uh, all of these things to be able to say so. There's no really proven method using e-cigarettes as a cessation device. So we've seen, if you, if you don't smoke or you don't vape e-cigarettes, um, we've all seen them around us. What exactly is being inhaled, and, and, and how is that inhalation process going on? It's an aerosol. Uh, also, people refer to it as a vapor. Really, it's an aerosol. Um, and it, conta- it's, uh, it, it contains propylene glycol or uh, some uh, uh, agents like propylene glycol. Um, it contains uh, almost always some sort of flavor. There are fl- thousands of flavors out there. And most often it contains nicotine. Although regarding nicotine, it must be said that in Canada right now, it's not actually legal to sell nicotine in e-liquids. However, um, these are sold openly in vape shops and... Uh, the government of Canada has introduced legislation now uh, through in the Senate called Bill S-5 that uh, is, uh, will set up a regulatory framework uh, that will eventually allow uh, nicotine e-liquids to be sold. For the people who are around those who are using e-cigarettes, uh, the vapor that's given off, is does it have a secondhand smoke effect or is it, it, does it not affect the people who are around in the vicinity? 
You're right. So, again, I want to be careful because the science is not conclusive on this. Studies that we have done and that others have done um, have measured uh, rather high levels of high concentrations of small particles called PM2.5, um, which are similar to the uh, small particles that are found in cigarette smoke. Um, we don't yet know enough about um, how uh, toxic or how dangerous these particles are when they are in aerosol form. Uh, but those particles are being ingested into the lungs, uh, and they've been measured um, in um, vaping expos, uh, so um, uh, uh, like um, conferences uh, where vapors get together and uh, vape shop owners and vaping companies uh, um, are selling their product, and there's lots of uh, aerosol uh, in the air. Uh, we've measured levels of that, and, and it's quite high. Dr. Robert Schwartz is a tobacco control scientist. He's an expert. He's on the line with us until the top of the hour. Maybe you'd like to share your experiences with quitting smoking and perhaps with vaping. Have you given it a try? Does it work? Is it a good way of getting off smoking cigarettes? You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. Have you tried e-cigarettes? Are you a former smoker? Did e-cigarettes ultimately help you quit smoking? We're talking with Dr. Robert Schwartz, tobacco control scientist at the University of Toronto and taking your calls as well. 416-360-0740-1866-744-740. Andrew in Toronto, go ahead. You're on Zoomer Radio. Yeah, hi, Dr. Schwartz. Uh, my question is, when they say there's uh, these vaping things that you can suck in, are they truly 100% nicotine-free? And are there any damages to the lungs or anything that are known of if you're, if you're vaping something that is nicotine-free? Uh, so, first of all, uh, um, most of the e-cigarettes that uh, are being used, even in Canada, where it's not legal to have nicotine in the liquid, um, actually do contain nicotine. Uh, there are those that are sold uh, uh, that do not contain nicotine, although we do have uh, more anecdotal-type reports in one study uh, demonstrating that even if it says that it has no nicotine, it may still have some nicotine in it. Important to say that nicotine is not the sort of cancer-causing ingredient of uh, tobacco cigarettes. Nicotine is the addictive ingredient. Uh, so nicotine is not a good thing to be ingesting in general. It is addictive. Um, it is, it uh, hampers brain development. So if you're less than 25 years old, you shouldn't be using it. Um, it uh, affects fetal development, so pregnant women shouldn't be exposed to it. Mm -hmm. And nicotine may also be cancer-causing, but that has not been uh, uh, seen. So if one is vaping without the nicotine, is that still dangerous for the lungs, or have there been studies done on that to show... It's certainly not benign. Uh, So there's widespread agreement in the scientific community that if you don't smoke, you shouldn't even consider vaping. So don't start vaping uh, as something new to start, you know, that uh, you want to do if Mm -hmm. you're not already a smoker. If you are a Mm -hmm. smoker, then from everything that we know so far, uh, vaping is going to be less hazardous or less dangerous. And we don't know exactly by how much. Uh, But it's not benign. You're ingesting small particles into your lungs. 
Um, they have carbonyls. They have uh, uh, many of the flavors, or at least some of the flavors, have been demonstrated to be toxic. Um, it's not something you want to be doing. Okay. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thanks for calling in, Andrew. Is there an element of, of sort of the cool factor among young people who haven't smoked cigarettes but like the idea of vaping? Well, you know, that's the real fear that people uh, like myself who work in public health have. Um, it does look kind of cool. There's this uh, thing called cloud chasing. Uh, uh, e-cigarettes can produce very large puffs or clouds of, of vapor, and there's, uh, you know, all, all kinds of uh, people who are uh, doing this thing that they call cloud chasing. In addition, the companies, now not in Canada yet, but in other parts of the world, it's tobacco companies that have become very much involved in the production and marketing of e-cigarettes. And they are promoting them just the same way they used to promote cigarettes. Definitely uh, lifestyle, sexy, um, the thing to do, the in thing to do. Uh, And that is the fear, uh, certainly, Jane, that uh, young people will want to pick them up because of those reasons. Uh, But I guess if you're going to have a young person who would be inclined to try smoking cigarettes, if they opt for smoking or vaping instead, that ultimately is better, right? It's a better choice if, if they were going to try cigarettes. That would be better. Of course, we want them to use neither. And uh, it's very tricky to know who would have started smoking cigarettes but didn't because uh, e-cigarettes were there. Um, And also there is a fear, and again, this is not uh, verified. There are some small studies in the United States, for example, that suggest that uh, vaping can be a gateway to cigarette smoking. Your questions. But Uh uh, there is some preliminary suggestion that it may be. Your questions for Dr. Schwartz are welcome at 416-360-0740-1866-740-4740. Brian in St. Catharines, go ahead. Hello, good afternoon. <clears throat> Quite a subject. Um, cigarettes are one of the hardest drugs to quit. Uh, I started in 1953. Uh, 1963, I... Uh, I remember I went out to buy a package of DeMaurier's, and it cost me 62 cents for a large packet. And I had one out of it, and I, I coughed so much I brought up blood. So I went to the doctor, and they put me in the sanatorium for a month. And I had uh, four needles a day uh, put in me. They said I had something like uh, Maniuka, something, something, silicosis. Well, it took me a year to be able to walk six feet without stopping to breathe. Um uh, yeah, Monday, just past Monday, I was at my doctor's, and they gave me a breathing test, and they put the water out twice, or the fire out twice. So, <laughs> uh, what do you mean they put the fire out twice? Uh, they you blow on this here machine and 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 see if you, how your breath is, how you can get the the blow out the fire. Yes, the fire in the computer. So your lungs are good and strong. Well, they're not. Oh, we lost him there, unfortunately. Sorry, we cut you off there by mistake. But that's, you know, it just shows you, doctor, that after having quit and having a very hard time after nine years of smoking, some uh, 50, I guess we're talking about 55 years ago, you can recover and live a long life and have strong lung power. Um, Yeah, I'm not a physician. I'm a scientist, uh, but uh, that is true. Um, It it takes several years if you've been smoking for that long. It takes several years to recover, but you can recover. So 
quitting at any age is always a good thing to do. Austin and Hastings, go ahead. You're next on Zoomer Radio. Yes. Uh, yes, I'd just like to make a comment uh, of information, really. Uh, I started smoking when I was my late teens, and I've been smoking for 35-odd years. And I tried everything from lasers to needles to cold turkey to get off the cigarettes until about 10 odd years ago, just 10, 11 years ago, when I heard about these imitation cigarettes coming on the market, I got them, and within two and a half months, I was off cigarettes, haven't wanted a cigarette, even thought about having a cigarette since. So these e-cigarettes or a sort of e-cigarette worked for you, Austin? Yes, and it's all psychology. I wanted to give up cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic, Austin, and I'd love to hear more and more stories like that from the studies that we and others have done. We know that some people, some smokers, uh, like yourself, uh, do manage to quit completely yes. uh, by trying e-cigarettes. Uh, most smokers actually don't, well, um, but I think more research needs to be done uh, maybe to make these e-cigarettes a bit better. Well, what I did was yeah. I give up those uh, new imitation cigarettes after about a month and a half, and then I went into the pharmacy and got those little plastic uh, Nicorette things uh, where I could walk around with one of those things in my pocket, etc. And uh, just like having a cigarette on me, right? Yeah, good for and you. And uh, that was it. Gone. Finished. So Wonderful. for 10 years you haven't had a cigarette? No, not even wanted one. Oh, that's great. Good news. Uh, so was that, by any chance was this a New Year's resolution 10 years ago? No, it happened to be... <laughs> You can hear I've got an accent. Yes. It was working up to St. Patrick's Day. Oh, God, 2000 and something, 2007, 8, something. And uh, I thought, I heard it on the radio, so I decided I'm going to give that a go. That was before St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) Well, that is a a success story um, showing that e-cigarettes do work as a smoking cessation tool. Austin, thanks for calling. You're most welcome. Have a good day. Thanks, you too. 416-360-0740, 740 Tobacco control scientist Dr. Robert Schwartz with us here on Zoomer Radio. And Tony and Lindsay, go ahead. You're on the air next. Hey, hey buongiorno. Yes, uh, <laughs> my dear dad, who's uh, not with us anymore, uh, he tried and tried and tried to quit smoking. I ended up about 10 years ago, got him these Nicorette and the, the gum in the patch and uh um, he tried to stop, but uh, he had started back in World War II, he said, he was a teenager. And, uh, and unfortunately, that's what ended up taking him was he had lung cancer. And uh, But right till the last day he went, I remember he passed away in October of 07. In July of 07, he went strawberry picking at his friend's farm. And I still couldn't keep up with the guy. Oh, really? Uh, uh, oh, yeah, he was just... Uh, and uh, in in, in one of the stories was that uh, a friend of mine, she had uh, laser done uh, twice. Uh, first time it didn't take. Second time it took on her, and she does. And she was a smoker since she was a kid, and she was 68. And uh, it was, uh, you know, and it worked. So uh, apparently, laser works not once. If people have it done, uh, if it doesn't work the first time, going for the second time, she needed two shots of laser, and it she stopped smoking cold turkey. Oh, well, not cold, but kind of, you know. Right. Good. And uh, that's out there. I don't know for people to do because I know uh, my poor dad. He tried, boy. I saw him picking up cigarette butts off the ground when he quit smoking one time, and <laughs> and driving people nuts, bumming cigarettes off and everything. So, uh, but it wasn't because of money or anything. Just the fact that he was trying to, 
you know, me and my, my mother and I, he was trying to be, uh, uh, like, let us know, like, I'm trying hard here, guys, yeah. you know, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> well, you know, quitting tobacco is one of the hardest things to do. It is so addictive that people don't realize it's as addictive as, as heroin. Um, oh, and oh. according to our studies, uh, it can take, uh, on average, 22 quit attempts. Yeah. Um, to oh, quit yeah. successfully. Uh, but most of people are having a heart My dad did because the doctor said, you know, five years before that, I took him to to uh, a lung specialist, and they see some small spots on his chest. And the doctor said, if he stopped smoking, then you know, and uh, he would probably uh, uh, somehow have a his life would extend by. It. Yeah, but thank and, you. Yeah, and, thanks, Tony. And, you know, he's very. That's what I'm saying. For people who are very addicted to it, try the laser and stuff. Because uh, Lynn, this lady I know, she tried it twice and she was very addicted and it helped okay i want to hear what the doctor says about this the laser treatment what do you think what do you say dr schwartz it, it's not proven at all mm-hmm. uh you know I'm, I'm glad that it worked for uh, uh tony's acquaintance uh, but um it, it's not something that we uh would recommend as an evidence-based uh treatment you know we're talking about people who die of cigarette smoking as was the case with tony's dad in your article uh in the star the other day one in six canadians still smoke cigarettes and every day more than 100 Canadians die because they use tobacco half a century after its deadliness became well known it just it just highlights how strong the addiction really is yeah it's uh, it's incredible and uh, you know you need to compare uh, the relative risk of tobacco to other things that are getting a lot more attention these days we've got uh, just a couple more minutes here so we'll get to back to the phones but please if you can keep your comments fairly quick Ida Mississauga go ahead you're on Zoomer radio oh hi um, I've smoked for many many years and um, I'm gonna say about five years ago I went on the vape when it first came out, and for six months, I was on it and did not touch a cigarette. And since then, Ida, are you off? Well, then uh-huh. I was at a Christmas function and had a cigarette and said, hey, that was simple. Like, I don't need these. And went back to vaping. Well, okay. guess what? What? I went back to smoking. Oh, okay. You know, it's that it's it's that one cigarette. You think, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Now the interesting thing to me is that um, when I was pregnant for both my kids, cigarettes made me ill. Well, and that's a big motivation, isn't it, Dr. Schwartz? Women who are pregnant will overcome the addiction, at least during their pregnancy, for the sake of their children's health. Yes. Um, and uh, Ida, I, I really sympathize with you, and I just want to encourage you, don't give up. Try again. Uh, because uh, the more you try, the more uh, chance you'll have of succeeding. Okay, Margaret and Kitchener, you've got about 20 seconds. Go ahead. Who, me? Yes. Margaret? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, when you quit, don't quit for yourself. Quit for others. I've I smoked all my life, what's uh, 67 years, and I moved into a condo. Now it's going to be left to the kids, and I know people don't want to buy things that stink of smoke. I quit like that, and every time I wanted a cigarette, I just thought of the kids. Oh, good for you, so that they would get more money or, yes, or have yes, more interest. Right. So if you're, if you're unselfish, you can, you can do it. Margaret, that's the final word. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. And thank you, Dr. Schwartz, for your time today. Thank you very much. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. 
Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.